Welcome to the Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today we're going to be covering minute number 49, which goes from 48 to 48.59 on the clock. Uh, and in this minute we get more discussion about, um, you know, whether or not Mark is going to be facing legal action. Uh, it's mostly kind of like deposition about, um, you know, what, what Mark has done uh, in terms of responding to this letter. Um, and then we kind of, uh, we jump a little bit back to the deposition room where we see uh, kind of Eduardo um, reading a line from the letter uh, talking about, you know, the, the lack of hardware um, and, you know, how much programming is needed. And, um, you know, we, we kind of uh, end up kind of half, well, we kind of end, we, we end up back in the dorm um, but we're kind of getting to the point where you know some of the, some of the discussion is is kind of taking place in the um, uh, in the in the deposition room, uh, which you know we've just come we, we kind of were there a few minutes ago with Divya Narendra talking about how Facebook Me had become um, very popular, um, you know, and and so you know we'll get a lot more of the kind of deposition tomorrow, including the build up to probably you know one of you know kind of one of the kind of my favorite things that uh, uh mark zuckerberg uh, mark zuckerberg says when he talks about you know his legal obligation to say no yeah uh, but obviously that's in tomorrow's minute um you know joining me to talk about today's minute is ali pitts hello ali hello darren thanks for having me on yeah, so this is mostly uh kind of the discussion between uh, eduardo and mark uh, the response to the the letter, and of course, you know, yesterday we finished with Eduardo saying, "Did we?" And of course, Mark <laughs> is like, "Did we what?" And it's like, you know, it, he, I like as well how Eduardo kind of gets a bit angry here, and he's like, "You know, look at me." Yeah. It's like, you know, the letter says we could face legal action, and it says, "No, I could, fa- I could face legal action." <laughs> so obviously, Mark is kind of like, you know, hedging again on the the kind of whole, you know, who's responsible for Facebook again. And then this is where it's like, you know, Eduardo says it's from a lawyer, Mark. You know, they must feel they have some grounds. And, of course, Mark points out the lawyer is their father's house counsel. So, again, like, the you know, we know kind of the level of privilege that the Winklevoss twins have kind of used here to kind of get this letter yeah, sent. Yeah, they just, ha- they just yeah, they're, they're of deep enough pockets that they can just have a, a, a lawyer on hand. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's interesting as well that Mark has kind of picked up on that. Like, I don't need to take this legal threat seriously because it's just, like, a couple of boys getting their dad's lawyer to send a letter. Like, they're basically using him for headed notepaper. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the threat the threat isn't real. Yeah, which is, which is interesting that, I mean, yes, it's a very smart guy who goes who goes to Harvard, but the fact that as a 19-year-old, he, he isn't intimidated at all by the legal headed note paper which clearly eduardo is and i think that's also kind of it's also interesting as well because obviously you know at the way kind of eduardo's family comes from money mm. and you know obviously i think he has a little bit of kind of business insight and so maybe he is a bit worried because he knows that you know if they have grounds then they can lose everything and he obviously doesn't want that to happen um you know this thing has only just started and all that kind of stuff you know and i think it's interesting here as well because this is like maybe the second time in the film where mark has used his nickname for eduardo which is just water mm. um you know he obviously used it when eduardo kind of entered earlier in the film and here you know he's saying you know the, the grounds are that our thing is cool and popular and harvard connection is lame <laughs> and he says wado i didn't use any of their code i promise i didn't use anything um, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I love the analogy of like a guy who builds a really nice chair doesn't owe money to everybody who's ever built a chair. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they came to me with an idea. I had a better one. 
So at this point, I don't think Eduardo knew that the Winklevoss had approached him for the idea. No. So this is kind of new information to Eduardo. You know, like he, I don't think he was even aware that the other three guys had approached him with any ideas, let, yeah, yeah, <laughs> let yeah. alone a better one. Um, you know, Mark had kind of framed it, you know, when he went to the, the AEPI mixer that, you know, he just come up with this idea that was based on his experience with Face Mash. You know, and like how Face Mash became popular because it was people, you know, people knew these people. And he's like, well, what if that was the experience? What if we could put that online? You know, the experience of being at college. And that was the selling point that he did to Eduardo. Of course, in the continuity of the film, he did it like one scene after the Winklevoss twins. And and Divya had sold him on the idea of, you know, Harvard Connection. So it looks a little bit like he's gone to them. And then they've, you know, then he's immediately gone to Eduardo with the same idea. But, you know, that's just the way the film kind of paints it Mm. a little bit. So it seems like Mark is maybe more guilty than he was. Um, but you know, when you obviously the idea of Harvard Connection, you know, which Mark rightfully says was lame, yes, was effectively just like a dating site for people at Harvard. Well, that has a very low ceiling. Like once you've once you've got like everybody at Harvard on it, like who who else who else are you dating? Like, um, yeah, you know that 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 kind very of very limited horizons. Yeah, so I I can kind of understand why Mark thinks his idea, which you know is about the whole college experience, not just you know being a dating site. Um, you know, Match.com for Harvard was obviously how he frames it. I can understand yeah, how yeah. Mark thinks his idea is completely different because in a lot of ways it is. Um, you know, the only thing they share is that they're both websites. Like Mark says, you know, guy who builds a really nice chair doesn't owe everybody, you know, money who's ever built a chair. And, yeah, you know, it, 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 is a, it is an amusing and apt analogy, definitely. Yeah, so like it's kind of understandable that Mark is like, well, you know, I, I made a good website that people like doesn't mean that everybody ever thought of the idea let's make a website gets to kind of sue them and kind of you know take away from that yeah um you know and of course you know this is like eduardo's like well why didn't you show me the letter and of course mark's like i didn't think it was a big deal and in some ways he was right it really wasn't a big deal (laughs) like what they were suing about was you know or threatening to sue about you know a cease and desist can quite easily be ignored you know it's there you know they're not legally enforceable until you kind of have to go to court so well, like we said, like we said in the last minute, it's an intimidation tactic. Yeah, it's it, it is. It's it, you know, it's the Winklevoss twins, six five two twenty, standing over Mark, trying to intimidate him, uh, except doing it legally. And in this case, you know, Mark kind of understands that the, the threat has no teeth. You know, like there's there's nothing to it. Um, you know, there's nothing they can really do. Uh, and I think I like the kind of moment that we get here because this is where Eduardo kind of makes it clear. You know, he says to, you know, he says to Mark, you know, if there's if there's something wrong, if there's ever anything wrong, you can tell me, you know, this is our thing, you know. <laughs> and then, of course, he says, is there anything you need our. to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I like how he kind of emphasizes this is this is their thing. And then, of course, is there anything else? <laughs> like, like we're being sued. What's going on? You know, like, is there anything else that we need to talk about? Is anybody else suing us? Or is this the only person yeah. that's suing us? And of course, this is where Mark says that, you know, he went to, you know, he went to a 3L at the student legal services and he wrote them back. Um, and then this is, this is where we get, we cut back to the deposition and we have Gage reading the letter that came back. When we met in January, I expressed my doubts about the site, where it stood with the graphics and how much programming. And that's where the minute finishes. Um, so we kind of start to, you know, get back to the the kind of the jump back to the, the legal stuff. Um, and it's interesting as well, because 
Um, you know, the, the, the song that kind of comes back in here is the reprise of Hand Covers Bruise, which is obviously the, the same song that, uh, you know, played after Mark left Erica at the start of the film. So, you know, it's kind of, it's a nice little kind of reprise because it's kind of emphasising that, you know, something is probably wrong in this relationship in the same way that something was wrong in the relationship mm. of Erica and Mark after they broke up. Um, so it's a nice little kind of musical touch to bring that music back in. Um, and also that music keeps going into the next minute as we kind of jump back into the deposition room and we get, you know, a bit more of an interrogation from Gage um, about what is going on uh, with regards to, you know, the kind of the concerns that Mark had, uh, which evidently he didn't bring up soon enough. Um, although, you know, we've already had the kind of the quick back and forth uh, between, you know, the, the different like 30 or 40 emails that were sent between the Winklevoss twins and Divya Narendra yeah. uh, before Facebook launched. So we're kind of already aware of like, you know, the issues that Mark had had. But obviously, you know, we'll get into it more tomorrow about, you know, when he he raised those and, you know, whether or not he raised them quick enough and all. You know, that from, from the Winklevoss point of view, I can see why that's an important point of like, you know, you you had concerns, but you didn't raise them with us. Whereas from, you know, Mark's point of view, I can understand him being like, well, you know, I can't do anything with this site. It's a mess. I'm <laughs> you know, like, I'm just going to yeah. abandon that. And I'm just going to con- concentrate on my own idea, which I think is a better idea than Harvard Connection. Yeah, I mean, but it is a bit of a, th- a theme with with both of the, the cases against him is is essentially Mark just hasn't been open with people. He's he could have told them things sooner like he could have said "Ah, actually not interested but he waits you know weeks and weeks to then send them this letter and it's only because you know they sent the cease and desist letter he went to he you know he got some advice from student legal services and then he got back to them yeah Um, um, and uh, and also kind of you know like the, the the conversation that you know was previously going on between mark and eduardo was mostly about, you know, uh, advertising. And now we've kind of shifted to the point where I think Eduardo is worried that it doesn't matter about advertising anymore. That's not the issue. Like, they might not even have a website. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. We This thing might be, you know, strangled in the cradle. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't know. I, but I still, I still, at this point, I'm still kind of with Mark, which is like, you know, the, the pitch that we had for Harvard Connection was, you know, you, you'll be able to date people who go to Harvard. And you know, which is a very Winklevoss twins idea to come up with. Yeah, they they well, yeah, this the idea of like you'll you'll have access to the elite is is a very kind of Winklevoss Divian Arendra thing to kind of think about. Yeah. Uh, whereas obviously Mark's you know concern was more um, you know let's not just do that let's have the whole experience. I can kind of understand why Mark is is very much in the mindset of like my idea is nothing like their idea <laughs> like oh yeah yeah i totally i totally agree with him on that point of view but it is it is not cool that he didn't think that this was worth mentioning to eduardo i th- i think i i, I think it, it would have been better to have at least had the conversation when he you know sooner after he got the letter rather than you know eduardo just like happening to find it so i, th- yeah. I think I think that's probably like where I'm more like, okay, Ed- Eduardo is not being treated particularly well here, and I, and I think I raised it in the previous minute. It's like Mark likes Eduardo, but doesn't kind of necessarily respect him enough to be like straight with him. Um, 
But he doesn't seem to respect anyone, well, really, in that regard. <laughs> no. It's also worth saying, of course, that we are, I guess, getting Eduardo's point of view on this because obviously he was the this one true. who cooperated with the, with the you know author of the book. So it's maybe Eduardo saying, well, look, you know, I found this letter. I was concerned. I was worried. You know, I wanted to help Mark out. Like, that's how it seems to be He was a jerk painted. about it. Yeah, whereas, whereas Mark is like, I don't care. You know, I'm going to ignore this letter and all that kind of stuff. So it, ha- it kind of has the feeling of, um, you know, of, uh, Homer recalling, you know, Marge's thoughts on, uh, on I don't know, any meeting that they ever go to, where he recalls it in his head of Marge being completely against stuff when, in fact, she's she's actually agreeing with him. Um, and so, like, this <laughs> recollection of, like, Eduardo's, like, I had to find this letter and then I found out about the cease and desist. And that does kind of feel like Eduardo is painting himself as, like, the good guy trying to resolve the issue, whereas Mark is just this jerk who's like, I don't care. You know, what's the big deal? <laughs> and so... It, I don't give a crap about your feelings. Yeah, so it does kind of have... And the fact, that, the fact that this scene emphasises, you know, you can tell me, you know, um, I'm the guy that wants to help. This is our thing. Like, that, that kind of emphasis makes it feel very much like this is slightly being painted from Eduardo's perspective, um, you know, in this particular minute. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's fair. But it is interesting. This is this is the time that we get to see a little bit more like steel from Eduardo, because up to this point, he's mostly just been this very kind of like chilled out, relaxed, open, friendly guy that really is kind of like <laughs> the opposite of Mark, who's a bit closed off and, you know, curt with people and... You know, and 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 also, you know, obviously, in when when Face Mash was being created, Eduardo was like, you know, should we be doing this? Like, he was the voice of reason of like, you know, does this seem appropriate? And you know, obviously, Mark just kind of ignored him and just went ahead and did Face Mash anyway. <laughs> um, so, but and, and Ed, Eduardo yeah. joined in. Eduardo was there saying left, right, left, right, as much as anybody else. Um, you know, he wasn't he wasn't innocent oh, yeah. on that, yeah. that particular His- enterprise. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not, it's not like you can, you can kind of immediately say that, um, you know, Eduardo was just like, oh no, you know, like, uh, I was the one who said, don't do it. And I, you know, I kind of steadfastly said, don't do it. And he, like, as soon as face mash was up, he took, he took part in the whole left, right thing straight away. Um, you know, he, he wasn't kind of shy about doing that. So even though he's been the voice of reason, he's still not complete, you know, he's still, you know, he's still like a 20 year old. He's still joining in with Mark on certain things. So it's like. You know, he's he's only so much the kind of voice of reason in this film. Yeah, and 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 he will give in to 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 peer pressure, like the whole business with the chicken. Like someone a bit more sure of themselves would have been like, I don't want to get into this club this badly that I'll do. You know, I have to do your stupid carrier chicken around. Well, this is it. Like he, you know, he he kind of willingly, you know, went into the finals club with with all of the kind of you know mockery and kind of you know. Like all of that, you know, he like he kind of went into that willingly. Like he 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 sought out being punched by the uh, by the phoenix. Like that that was that was something that he wanted to experience while he was at college. He didn't kind of yeah something that he valued. Yeah, he didn't get punched and then immediately go no, I'm not going to take part in this because this is ridiculous. You know, he kind of gave in quite quickly. So even though he is kind of being painted a little bit as like the voice of reason, you know, he was still a college student. He was still someone who kind of took part in stuff. So. You know, it's he wasn't completely innocent when it came to that. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're about to jump back into the deposition room for, you know, a kind of short scene um, before, you know, uh, next week we'll kind of come back to uh, to Mark and uh, and Eduardo. And for the final time, um, you know, 
Mark will ask what were their names, <laughs> and and we'll finally mm-hmm. kind of get the answer out of Eduardo. Um, you know, after all this kind of drama. Um, so, is there anything else that we need to say about this minute? Do you think? No, I feel like we've covered this. Yeah, pretty well. And uh, you know, the Thursday question that I'm asking is, uh, what what is your favorite social network? And I don't know. I don't know that anyone's got a favorite social network. I feel like at this point we merely tolerate them. Um, so I don't know which is like the most useful to you or which has been the kind of best one in terms of like, uh, you know, kind of like, I don't know, making friends or making connections or however, you, however you want to, you know, kind of, uh, classify it. Um, I mean, I think Facebook probably over the long term has been the most useful just in terms of staying in touch. But, uh, when I like finally gave in to Twitter in about like 2000 and 15 I think it was I finally like properly got on on there I think I find that one probably the most fun that's the one I most actively enjoy being on but uh yeah it's I, that's yeah probably what I would say with those uh okay well then uh let's go to plugs is there anything that you wish to plug Ali? yeah so I've been on uh, quite a few podcasts at this point I um I had a couple of appearances on High and Low, which was uh, Spencer Seams and Joel Torres like run through uh, Kurosawa's back catalogue. So I did a couple of episodes on there. Um, I've contributed to uh, the Talking Pictures TV podcast, like I did a brief review on there. And, and I've also been on Flixwise Canada to talk about With Nail and I, because I, I think it was it was mainly because um, I... I grew up in Stony Stratford which stands in for uh for the Lake District well not the Lake District uh Penrith briefly so uh so that was that was kind of my ear on that one and it's also a film obviously that I I enjoy a lot so uh so yeah you you can find those um yeah and you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minute or on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Thanks once more for being my guest here today, Ali. Thanks for having me on the show, Darren. And otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow.